podcast. Welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia. And Ellie. And we are the Queer Arabs. I'm Saudi American and a lesbian. I am bi-trans and Lebanese, and we are recording here in America. Yes. And today um, we have... Today we have Mace. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Thank you for Thank being you here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank Yay. you. Can you introduce yourself? Say, like, just awesomeness about yourself. Yeah, what's your deal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, my name is Mace, and I'm originally from Iraq. Um, woo woo. I lived there. Yeah, represent. Represent. Yeah, and I identify as, you know, I think sexuality is pretty fluid, so I would say queer. Um, but currently, like, I'm definitely in that lesbian category, so mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I was born in Iraq, Baghdad, um, and I left when I was uh, around 11 years old after the war happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved from there, I moved to Syria, lived there for about five years, and then moved to Kuwait, lived also about five years. Oh, wow. And then, mo- yeah, and then moved here wow. about four years ago. Oh, so, wow. I didn't realize you had yes. lived in so many places. Um, I don't I think... I mean, honestly, yeah. if you look at it, it's not too many places. Like, I don't look at it as too many places, but when I say it, like, yeah, Ellie. Yeah. It's a lot. It, it's a lot. No, for when you one, say it successively, yeah. you're like, oh. <laughs> I mean, four countries already. It's pretty, it's pretty, you know, that's a lot for, like, your young age. Um, yeah. So, okay. yeah, that's that's awesome that I didn't know that you had lived in Kuwait. Like I know we had talked about um Iraq and Yeah. I think we yeah, talked about Kuwait, Syria. Yeah. yeah, I spent my the last year of my high school in Kuwait and then yeah. um my four years of college also was mm. in Kuwait. It was an interesting time. Mm-hmm. It was I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, it was and I was like having all of these sexual awakenings, and I'm like, "What the fuck is in going Kuwait. on?" Wow. <laughs> in Kuwait, wow, of all, of all places, like, oh, what do I no. like? Who do I even talk to about this? Like, yeah, what yeah. is happening? <laughs> oh man, wow. Yeah. So okay, um, so like you, okay, so you moved to the states four years ago. You said right? Yeah, about. I think like I'm closing in on five, honestly, like the culmination of it is five probably because I, and what I ended up doing is that I like got into the United States and then like went back to Kuwait to finish my degree and then came in again, you know? Um, So it was a couple of summers where I visited like for about three months, stayed here, like in different places. And then, you know, finally settled uh, here about five years ago. Yeah. And, I what did you do since and where then? is here? Oh, okay. What did you do since then? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's Colorado. Well, uh, here's the here's the deal. I mean, I, when I moved here, I moved with my entire family. So my sister and my brother and my mother and father. And so it was a whole this whole process of like, where do we settle in and like, what's the best choice? And honestly, I, I don't even know. Like the summer before we moved permanently to the United States, we took a road trip from like Michigan all the way down to Colorado, kind of just like trying to see like where would we like to stay and I don't know something about Denver spoke to us like it was totally random like we didn't have anyone or like you know none of us really had jobs or anything but you know it was just a spur of the moment where like you know kind of like the entire family had a consensus about Denver I don't know what it was 
yeah, but it's, we just like loved it. And so I see you know, why it's so gorgeous there. And it's like beautiful. A great. I mean, my experiences there have always been so welcoming. Like people are so chill and accepting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, and I think they're doing better in terms of like, you know, there's there are a lot of immigrants that are moving mm-hmm. into Denver right now. So there is, I mean, it's not ideal. Like, you know, I would like rather live, I don't know, in LA or like a bigger city where it has more population of like, oh, you like, know, people yeah, of color. More diversity. Yeah, yeah. There, there are a lot of white people around us. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's that. But, you know, I think they're doing a lot better in terms of like, you know, having more diverse population, especially where I go yeah. to school. They have a lot of like, um, yeah, even Arabs, honestly, we have a lot of Arab students on campus. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, um, I don't, I don't know yeah. how I feel about that, though, because yeah, let's just not get into that. <laughs> we are familiar with the effect of the Arab bubble in a city. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I am not. Okay, so you are okay. So you, you definitely <laughs> are. So every um, sort of Arab community be, has its own subsections. Like I am in the Lebanese okay. subsection of the Houston community. Therefore, like when I transitioned, mad amounts of sh- bullshit was talked about me, and yes. I got all, got stares in certain restaurants, and yeah. made my family a little uncomfortable, a lot uncomfortable, and yeah. So it's basically you're, a very small gossipy world. You're so generous providing so much gossip. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. What, even when we selected like where we lived, we kind of like didn't, didn't want to stay in the, you know, high concentration neighborhood of Arabs. We were just like, you know, and I think, and it's sad, you know, but I feel like a lot of like, people like move in with the same kind of ideology like it's just kind of yeah, you know you'd see you'd see them like living here for like 15 years and it's still like really entrenched with like traditions that we run away from as as immigrants yeah. you know oh, like, good point um and yeah the yeah. gossip is kind of a thing mm-hmm. yeah exactly like with um this isn't this isn't local, but with like my Arab side, the Saudi side, it's like, mm-hmm. it's just, I can't believe how WhatsApp can be so powerful. Yeah. And as soon as, I, I mean, I have to be careful. I mean, you have to be so careful who you tell what, because you're mm-hmm. like, okay, this is definitely going to go all over the place. Yeah. All the cousins are going to know all this stuff that I... Mm-hmm. I specifically told one person and then suddenly some random person writes me and they're like, I heard that this. Yeah. Yeah. And that was something that happened like frequently in Kuwait as well. Like it was something that's, you know, if you say anything to anyone, just expect literally everyone to know. And it doesn't even take next day. It's like, just give them an hour. Yes. Well, I think, yeah, you're right. Like, it's that WhatsApp effect. It was like, yep. Fucking WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. Love it and hate it. Love the WhatsApp convenience Seriously. and hate the effect that it can have. I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Because it's like all those people I block on Facebook or restrict on Facebook, I have a, a connection on WhatsApp. So that's mm-hmm. where all the action really happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah that's super 
understandable that your family kind of wanted to like start fresh in that way. Yeah, and it, honestly, it saved me drama. You know, Ellie, when you were like just saying, it saved me drama of like I don't have to pretend that I'm something that I'm not. You know, I was like very openly queer, and even though at that point, yeah. you know, when we moved to the United States, I hadn't come out to my parents yet but yeah. you know I, I think like deep down they both knew you know and they were fine with it even before I said anything but awesome. you, you, you know I'm one of the people who are like when I came out to my parents they were like oh we knew like everything mm -hmm. about you is queer honey like we know <laughs> you know <laughs> so That's I the didn't want to I know I know <laughs> But, but, you know, I didn't want to have to pretend that I, and unfortunately, sometimes like when you're in those communities, you do feel like you have to pretend to be, oh, let me tune yeah. out the queerness a little bit, watch how you talk, watch what you dress, watch how you sit. I'm like, you know what, it, it saved yeah. me that drama, you know, of like, yeah, I can just like be myself. Yeah, it's exhausting. You know, it is. Yeah. It really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Um, That's so cool. And just being able, yeah, just being able to be like, okay, I'm meeting you for the first time. All you, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all these people who are in the community, the, your new community, and you get to mm -hmm. start out by being open. Yeah, really I cool. mean, this is the definitely my favorite part that has, you know, mm -hmm. I, a lot of things are negative about, you know switching where you live yeah. <laughs> so frequently yeah. but I think this is my favorite thing of like yeah you get to kind of hit reset you know and, and define yeah. on your on your own terms how you want to present yourself I guess right. yeah wow so what are you studying these days well okay so I I got my first degree in computer science uh that was from Kuwait yeah um be, be prepared because here's the shocker. Now I'm studying sociology. Uh, <laughs> it has nothing Hell, to do. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love, you know, I, I love social sciences and humanities a lot. And, yeah. and you know, um, I kind of found my people here in Denver and I really mm -hmm. love my department. And now mm -hmm. I'm doing um, my master's also in sociology. Oh, um, cool. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I think like all sociologists would disagree about fancy because sociologists are still like struggling like to get paid for doing like yeah. job and finding uh, jobs, you know. Yeah. I think it's like the humanities too. Social sciences are not, you know, taken seriously. Right. But I but I like the way that it approaches inequalities when it comes to, you know, I am really interested yeah. in all sorts of inequalities when it comes to race and poverty and like social stratification really speaks to me and when it comes awesome. to sexuality obviously yeah. um a lot um yeah so i've been lucky kind of like finding people who i can have these conversations with and and, yeah. and feel you know that i can add to it by focusing on you know who i am and who we are so i'm trying to currently like kind of focus more on sexuality in the Middle East, sexuality, mm. um, the intersection of sexuality and Islam, the intersection of sexuality and wow. Arabness. Yeah, um, that's what really I'm interested in. And, you know, so I, I think, yeah, it's so needed yeah. because, 
no one really speaks about us in general. You know, I, I was doing yeah. something for class the other day about, you know, Arab Americans, and there's almost nothing about Arab Americans, like, in general. Wow. So it's even less when it's, like, Arab and queer, you know? Right. There's not a lot out there. And even if you find something, then it's, like, very, like, Western gazy, right? Like, mm -hmm. it, it's not of us. It's by some white dude, usually, you know? was just kind of like doing theorizing so I, I yeah I think it's definitely needed that we understand who we are through through our own self and not yeah. by what others project on us plus we're at sort of the weird I know we've brought this up a lot but we're also at this sort of weird nexus where a lot of us are coming out and when from families that have left the Middle East and mm -hmm. you know it used to be like, oh, just keep it on the DL. We don't want like to cause trouble. We want to dishonor our family, our cow, and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> our cow, yeah, no, you're to totally throw that right. In there. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. But now it's like we get to write and do our own history, and it's kind of nice that mm -hmm. the slate is more or less blank for us because, you mm -hmm. know, a lot of us come from very well-off families or socially, or at least well-educated mm -hmm. families. We had the privilege of our families had the privilege of leaving the Middle East, usually in times of trouble. We come here and you know, we get all the benefits mm -hmm. of Westernization, as it were. And mm -hmm. now we can talk pretty openly because, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a good point. Because like, we're allowed the space. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like we have a duty to to do this. And, yeah. Yeah. But it's still I mean, it's still scary sometimes because like. All of us um, have a lot of people still back in the Middle East. All of my Arab mm -hmm. families in Saudi Arabia, none of them have moved to the U.S. So um, a lot yeah. of a lot like uh, I, whenever I do even this podcast, I I always I'm always like, okay, I need to stay conscious of keeping a balance of not putting anyone at risk, like. Mm -hmm. um, any of my family at risk or anything um, yeah. while also being able to be open about myself. And so, yeah, it's, a, it's an yeah. interesting balance. That, that's sure. yeah. It's really rough to, to mm -hmm. be like, I want to be proud of, of who I am and what I'm doing. And at the same yeah. time, I have to be like super careful about who I share this with, you know, and a lot yeah. of us feel like, you know, I mean, I know that at least for me, I try to keep like a lot of the stuff that I do off of like the grid of like social media, right? But also yeah. at the expense of like, you know, how do we find each other? You know, like if we're not, right. if we can't, know. you know, if we can't do um, this and be like out about it, how do I get connected to other folks who might be doing similar work? Like, you know, folks like you, uh, yeah. you know, folks like, you know, the people that I met in, in creating change and all of these things, like, yeah. It's how do we find a space where we can be totally open about who we are so we can see what other find folks other. are up yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we can find each other and see That's like where tough. we can do collaborations or like, oh, you get this piece and I get this piece. You know, I think exposure is very mm -hmm. important right now. Um, not just not just for I think especially for people who are still stuck in the middle well not stuck but you know they're still living in the Middle East but mm -hmm. stuck in the in the way that they can't be who they are or feel like they can't speak up 
Right. Um, and I feel like we have this privilege of like saying it out loud without like yeah. feeling instantly threatened. So there's duty to that. But yes. I also think there is there is another aspect of like being Arabs in the United States, you know, and yeah. speaking to that piece as well of like, yeah, you did not invent queerness, even though you wish you did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like I have news for you. It's it's. Yeah, it exists and, elsewhere. People. It exists yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, especially right. when you go back to our history and like read, you know, about, uh, you know, how sexuality was fluid in the Arab world, actually, before yeah, colonization. Definitely. And then like, so it was even your fault that I lost all exactly. of my heritage, yeah. you know, thanks a lot. Things were better before. Yeah. In, well, exactly. in no, I, I find that in certain ways. <laughs> in certain ways, I think like romanticizing. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Romanticizing yeah. any any era is a... any era's past is usually just asking for like I know, I know. Some, yeah, so- I agree. some socially and historically conscious person to call bullshit on us. <laughs> I, <in> I, <laughs> I know. I just True. wanted to be like coloni- colonization was shit and bullshit i mean okay we've checked that box on this i episode know now. okay I mean, it is. there we go <laughs> done you're right you're right uh, i think Elliot. i definitely it god uh, I, I like how you're keeping us in line yeah you're keeping us in line yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah um so do you still have a lot of family in the middle middle east um i have mainly I mean, I'm trying to think through. I mean, in the United States, I only have my um, my close knit family, so only my immediate family. I have a few of my my father's side who are still in Iraq, actually, like northern Iraq. Uh, they moved there, you know, because it's a bit more stable. Um, but like, it really, most of my family are. Uh, overseas um okay. so we're kind of all kind of like you know after spread the war we, ev- everyone yeah spread out yeah. basically yeah 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 so yeah. canada australia new zealand you know it's just yeah. kind of like all over the place right, yeah right mm-hmm. yeah um oh by the way hmm. we have gone like almost 20 minutes and i haven't asked you about salam of denver and i, I need was wondering to. when that was gonna come i out. know Okay, okay, so this is so that we were gonna talk about it. <laughs> I know. Okay, so can you tell our yeah. listeners what I'm talking about? Yeah, sure. Um, so kind of what leave, lead, leading off of what we were just talking about when yeah. I first came out, um, you know, to my to to both my mom and my father, I felt like you know I had this surge of like freedom you know like oh my god it's out i can just be who i am but what i started noticing as i you know went to queer spaces um they were like dominantly very white right and there was a lack of conversation about any intersection in in the white spaces that i went to um you know Mm -hmm. when it comes to religion or like you know how when we talk like there is no really cultural thing yeah. And no cultural aspect to it. It's just, yeah, you're just queer. And I, so I was lacking um, that intersectionality of, like, being able to talk to people who are 
who are Arab and queer or Muslim and queer or like they relate somehow to my experience of of my queerness. Right. Um, so, you know, and then um, a friend of mine who um, who is also queer and he's um, from Senegal mm-hmm. and half Kuwaiti. Um, we kind of like stumbled on each other on campus and, yeah. you know, we started talking about, you know, he, he was on the same wavelength that I was on. And nice. so we felt like it was important to kind of, because we found community in each other, even though like, you know, we're just like two people. Yeah. Um, but you know, we've, we felt really, it's important to start this conversation somehow, even if it was like still young. So we kind of like launched Salam of Denver as a space for um, for people uh, mainly of Suwana background mm-hmm. um, or Mina background um, who are also queer or really supportive of uh, queer rights. Um, awesome. And that conversation, and we started like kind of raising our voices on campus. So a lot of what awesome. we do is really on our campus. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. so. About when, like, how long ago did you uh, start the group? I think it was like six months, maybe six okay. months ago or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's recent. a fair estimate. Yeah, yeah, it's still pretty recent, and still like a lot of the focus is uh, mainly the campus because that's like where you see a lot of uh, you know accessibility uh, yeah. to folks and 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 different people. Um, yeah, so we hosted a few events on campus, talked about our identities. Oh, yeah, cool. talked about yeah. What were the events? Yeah, so yeah. we had we had one right when we started, and we called it kind of like what we were talking about. Um, we called it queer and Muslim question mark uh, between impossibility and invisibility. Um, oh, so- uh huh. So we kind of talked yeah. about, you know, that intersection that we were kind of like addressing now of like, oh, yeah. you're a unicorn, you know, <laughs> like you're just like, oh, my God, you you have this background and you're queer. How do you manage that? Because yeah. I because I started getting a lot of these questions on campus and I was like, honestly, sick of it. I'm like, you know what? Yes, I am both. And if you're like just going to question it, I'm just going to start even being more up in your face about it. So I was like, there you wear go. My you're like, you everywhere. Asked. I'm going to Yeah, tell I'm you. like wearing my kufi everywhere, telling them like, oh, it's Palestinian, actually, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Explaining <laughs> the history behind everything. Good. Um, and yeah, yeah. So, so that kind of was like the theme that, you know, we started exploring of like, you know, we are here um, and we're not going to be invisible just because you think we're a rarity, you know? So that right. was kind of like one of the events. Yeah. And really pretty recently um, on the 4th and 5th of October, we were a part of um, the You Are Welcome Here uh, conference. Oh, cool. I don't yeah, know what that is. Tell me what I, this is. I feel like I've seen it online. or It sounds really yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I shared a few pictures from it and did some advertising, so it's okay, probably... Okay, maybe that's where I saw it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that conference, we've been working on it for about a year now. Um, you know, it, it, it was awesome. So that is a third cool. uh, friend of ours. Um, her name is Jazz, so here's a shout-out to Jazz. What's um, up? 
Wait, that jazz? The famous one? There's a famous jazz? The I Am Jazz? Uh, it's TV series? Question mark? It's a no, TV series. I don't no, think that's that the same one. person. Let's that's... just say Maze's friend is the famous one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, she is. Yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she, I actually, through her, was how I met Ibrahim, who's like, you know, my other friend. Yeah. Uh, my other Muslim friend. So nice. she started a, a thing, you know, she started thinking about this conference that talks about spirituality and queerness in the same conversation. Mm hmm. So, um, and so I, we got involved in planning it, um, and finally we held it on our campus the 4th and 5th of October, and it was a smashing hit. Oh, it hit. just happened. Cool. Yeah, 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 it was amazing. So we brought, yeah. like, people from different faiths for, and, you know, brought them into conversation with each other, um, and oh. it was really liberating being in that space of, like, yeah, yeah you know, people who can speak to their religion Mm -hmm. in, in, in a context of queerness or like, you know, defining new spiritualities and finding new ways of like queering, oh. queering That's religion. So yeah. Powerful. So oh. it, it was very powerful. Yeah. yeah. So we were a huge part of that. And we also did like a, a workshop and like we spoke at a panel um, in Amazing. the conference. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's really I cool think... being with queer people, y'all. Oh. <laughs> This yeah. is what Ellie and I are like. This is what we needed when we were younger. Yeah, honestly, I'm it's so that. Glad. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's a huge part of it. Is that you know, I had a person call me up or contact me. I think it was on an email a, a couple of months ago, saying, "Hey, I stopped by, you know, at the LGBTQ center on campus, yeah. and I'm Muslim and queer, and I think they were like." 18 or something they're like they passed your information so can we like you know i want to talk and, and it's like moments like that when yes. you feel like ah i wish someone was there for me yeah so if we can just be there for one person you know and help them figure this out exactly you know? it, it, it makes yeah. it feel more worth it like all that mm -hmm. we went through and all you know everything when we have those moments we think okay this is why we have yeah. continued to persist and not exactly yeah not just given up yeah. and not just said this is too hard i'm not gonna mm. you know i'm just gonna just say fuck it like i'm gonna marry some guy and yeah. make people get off my backs <laughs> yeah or, or wait for this to go away yes. you know it's yes. just a phase right i may be sounding a little too millennial here but i'd be like oh well <laughs> guess i'll just die <laughs> oh i'm just like okay i i'm gonna die eventually so why why not now why not now <laughs> oh, yeah that makes it easier no i mean honestly i think like we're such I don't know, personally, you know, when I even, it took me, I, I think the hardest thing about my coming out was actually coming out to myself and not like to the world. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I feel like this conversation, a lot of queer Arabs or queer queer Muslims or like queers who, who were raised in a traditional environment generally can, mm -hmm. can kind of relate to. Because I was like, you know, I was more internal of like, oh my God, yeah. like I am, what the fuck am I thinking even? You yeah. know, like, what is it? That, that is wrong? Western influence. 
yeah yeah exactly it's like i'm i'm becoming westernized ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you know it's that yeah, yeah it's, no it's that. it's scary it is terrifying and having no one there to yeah. talk to about it that you was have, you simply have too much melanin to be gay too much mm-hmm. melanin yeah <laughs> no but i mean that yeah that moment when it just dawns on you mm-hmm. i mean i know it's gradual in one way but yeah I think, at least for me, there was like a moment where it just, I allowed the thought to be spoken out loud in my head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, there's no way. This yeah. this can't be happening. And, you know, it's a, then after that, it took took some time to come to terms with, with it. And Definitely. to think, oh, my God, okay, what's my next step? Like, how, how am I going to? move through the world now because now i have Mm -hmm. to tell all these i mean i have to redefine myself to other people too not Mm -hmm. just myself and um figure out you know it it just it changes everything in a way because of how society is and views this it's like yeah and oh hey if my folks find out i might as well just burn my support network to the ground because Oh, hey, mm-hmm. I've been raised like in this family structure, which is very loving and caring, but I have mm-hmm. no idea how they'll handle the gay thing. So, fuck. Yeah. I yeah. hope I wasn't going to rely on them for anything important. Yeah. For you, yeah, you have I'm... to go through two things, like bi and trans. Yeah. That, well, like I laid them out at the same time. Mm. So, yeah. but my, it, it was messy. It was, yeah. And yeah, I can only imagine. Well, if you listen uh. to the previous episodes, you'll know exactly how it went down. <sighs> I gotta go and listen back. <laughs> gotta go. There is just so much that I need to catch up on, y'all. Like I know you've been, I know. You've been hustling. <laughs> we have been hustling here. I know it's I when I when we first started this, I thought you know I wonder if we're gonna run out of topics or whatever, but or the out opposite. of queer Arabs. <laughs> Or run out of queer Arabs, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, just like run out of things to talk about uh, regarding being queer, Mina, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's the opposite. I just feel like mm-hmm. the, a floodgate has opened, and yeah. there's just there's not enough time to cover everything. I that... think there is power in telling the story as well, right? Like yes. making it visible and just talking about people's stories. There's something really powerful there. And then you start yeah. seeing how how people are like kind of, you know, having the same struggles or like similar struggles yeah. of like, oh my god, I hated myself for so long, and then you know I found you, and I, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too relatable. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. exactly. Or like feeling less lonely. I mean, honestly, yeah. whenever I'm, you know, not feeling like having one of these days, you know, the best thing is is to talk to my queer air friends or like listen to your podcast. I'm like, uh, you know, it's yeah. it's 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 empowering to know yes. that you're not alone in the struggles that you, so what you're doing is is valuable in every single way. Thank you. Yeah. And I yeah. am so happy that you started that group. That is that is Thank so you. amazing to have that physical group. I mean, yeah yeah to have like yeah where you meet in person and you Mm -hmm. you know it's really and you know it's it's sad though because i remember i mean not not that i have the group but (laughs) it's not what i'm about to say 
I mean, I I was hopeful enough that I could engage like Arabs who are straight in the conversation. Oh, right? Yeah, and, they're the next step. We'll we'll eventually uh, talk to them. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, you know, and it's not, it wasn't like I was shut down. I mean, I know that you know Ibrahim, for example, he went to like masjids and he he talked to uh, folks about you know being a, a welcoming masjid and he got like right shut down in the face like no they were mm. like no it's not yeah. gonna happen but you know even uh, even when you're approaching like you know people from um, the mina group who are who have been here for a while and you talk to them about you know we need to have this conversation about being queer and arab you know yeah. and there is this reaction of like yeah, I know, but we're not ready. You know? This line of we are oh, not no. ready. And I'm just when, not ready. When? Ugh, I'm like, and you're like, when is that magic moment? Mm-hmm. Please enlighten me because, like, nothing. Just, it's like, how long can you say that? How many years can you say mm-hmm. we're not ready until you, like, we all die? We all reach yeah, the end exactly. of our lives. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I, was, I was like, and, and what does it take you to get to that magical moment, right? Like, what yes. do you want to? Yeah. Be, because, you know, we're, whether you like it or not, you know, we are also Arab. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, like, exactly. you just shutting the face, the the the, the door in our faces. I, I just don't understand that. And if you're not yeah. going to talk about it now where you're like, you feel more protected somehow because you're in a Western context, right? Then who the fuck is going to talk about it? People in Egypt who they get arrested because they raised a fucking flag? Exactly. You know? Or like, had a it's, wedding. It's, it, yeah. Thank oh, you. Like, are the, the ones in Lebanon? Or? No, no, there was an Egyptian, I think there was an Egyptian wedding where people got busted. There was the- a Saudi mm-hmm. one in Mecca. So... But Ugh. but anyway, I mean, it was just, yeah, it's like, okay, so we have, I mean, in this setting, we have the safety net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but uh, the yeah. sad thing is, is a lot of the money for like the, a lot of the Arab cultural stuff does come from older, more conservative people because they, mm-hmm. or, you know, worst case scenario, the Saudis in some respect. And then mm-hmm. you, it's like... Mm-hmm. These organizations who may have people who are very sympathetic and willing and able to do stuff don't want to mm-hmm. risk losing the funding. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, do we it's... do we reach out to our community and the queer in our community or do we just keep it blanket and play it yeah. safe? And then the answer is financially, yeah. the answer is play it safe every time. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I mean, yeah. And you end up really kind of like fracturing yourself or like fracturing your identity right like you're you if you reach out to if yeah. you're like in a queer space then don't be too arab right yeah kind of like you can't be fully arab and if you're in an arab space then you can't be too queer right, right. so you can't like find this and this was like the philosophy beyond behind salam of denver of like i want a space where i can be fully both like and be proud yeah, yeah and be proud right. of being whole you know and not feel like you know, I need to be ashamed of like a certain part of who I am. Right. Um, yeah, and and there's a desperate need for that. Yeah. Uh, you, you know that engagement. Um, I know, because from... humans, we can't we can't like divide ourselves physically into different pieces. We we are mm-hmm. one being, and we should be able to be who we are, and not shut mm-hmm. down such 
fundamental parts of ourselves just to just to find a space and it's really um it's really why like this pod we did this podcast because we're like Mm -hmm. i mean we were shocked when we looked up the domain queer arabs the queer arabs.com and there was nothing like it didn't exist and we thought this is yeah. too easy. Yeah, like we, yeah. we also got queerarabs.com as well. Yeah, we bought the queer arabs and queerarabs.com. Oh, None wow. of, no one else mm-hmm. had ever done it. And it's like mm-hmm. you would think that would be like a basic that or you think at least phrase have, or something. That or at nothing. least have porn. At least porn. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah. God, if it, yeah. If if being it on was the internet really has eye-opening. Ta- yeah, if yeah. The inter- being on the internet has taught me anything, is that porn is always the pioneer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we I don't... beat porn. We beat porn. That's yeah, true. it's revolutionary. Yes. I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't even know how y'all found your like first few people who you interviewed. Like, it's amazing that there's yeah. like. Because I remember when I first, the first few queer Arabs, I was like, I fell into the same trap that people were like putting me in, right? I'm like, oh yeah. my God, like there are a few of us. I'm like, and then yeah. I had that moment of like, you know, like I shook myself out of it. I'm like, Mace, of course there are a few of us. Like, come I know. On. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, well, we had the advantage of having built up a bit of a community in our own town and, mm-hmm. and yeah. Friends of friends, new people, and that sort mm-hmm. of got us our first few, round, few rounds of guests. And then suddenly, oh, hey, people email us and talk to us, and we talk to people, and suddenly it's, it's like, oh, shit, we're connecting. Yeah, because there yeah. are so many of us out there, and I mean, somehow it still feels like a novelty to me, even though I know logically, I know, I know logically that every, yeah. we're all out there. But it's like, whoa, Someday, this is really yeah. happening. <laughs> Someday it's we'll like even every... have our own subreddit. Yeah. The subreddit. Yeah. 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 yeah, but it's still that feeling every single time you meet someone new. Every single time I meet someone who's like has that intersectionality, I'm like, oh my God, you're yeah. my favorite person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to be creepily all up on you, you know. Yeah, it's like, exactly. we're going to hang out. And whether you like it or not, we are going to hang out. It's like I suddenly have nothing to do for the rest of my life. Can we just hang out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how we felt at Yellow Punk, and we thought, like, we oh, never yeah. want to leave. Oh, I so bet cool. that was an experience. It uh, was. I, I listened to that episode, and it, you, all, you all actually actually interviewed a couple of people that I know, and I was what? like, oh my god. <laughs> I, of course. Of course, yeah. Which proves that I, I, we actually I, exist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, I really want to try and make it next year. It's yearly, do it. right? Yes, do it. Do it. I'm going to do Please it. Come hang out with us. You all are going to be there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Especially have to if you're there. Yeah. I mean, oh. you can... If you're there, I'm going to Well, go. if you're there... <laughs> So I guess we both have to do it. I mean, and if we we'll, we'll find it. something in common, if you were like, if you like Yellow Punk a little quieter, you can sit in the back with me and pet a dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm in. That's it. Yeah, Done. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I was more in the action the whole time. Uh-huh. Ellie needs a lot of breaks from mm-hmm. like people. 
Yeah. Right, yeah, just like. I understand. Yeah, and so she was able to, you found like little, little and, moments. And we found this really cool coffee shop as a result because I needed to get away from the crowd. At the end, it was uh, where they had the vegetarian. Oh, that, that, that. Yeah. Wait, the Yemeni place? Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh, it was so it was good. Their fool was so magic. Now I want food. I know. Now I want like all their I want food. I food. I mean, obviously, I have the best food. Like, obviously. obviously. I know. I know. Obviously. No, but yeah, this this Yemeni place in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It's in West Philadelphia. I'm forgetting the name. And um, I was a little disappointed because I had already mm-hmm. eaten. So we got there, and I was like, but it still got to taste the fool, and mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah, this, this is what I don't like about Denver. It's like there are there is like zero almost actual Arab authentic food. Like we try yeah. the few places, and they're just like not oh, like it man. has nothing to do with it. And I'm like, stop disappointing me. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a yeah. Iraqi bakery that actually opened not too long ago, and so far they've been pretty good. Ooh, yeah. awesome! Yeah, I was like, yes. Have finally. you found Gamer? I don't know if I've Gamer, seen. Gamer. Yeah. yeah, no, we. You know, they pre- like they have Gamer, but it's not like real yeah. Gamer. You know? But have yeah. you ever had Kahi before? What is they that? Had- that is like a, a it's like a puff pastry kind of, but yeah. it's like very Iraqi. Like you don't, mm-hmm. no one really has it. Like yeah. even my Syrian friend when she came over, she's like, "What is kahi?" And so I I got her some of that oh. and it, she loved it. Yum. But it's like more on the sweet side, and you put gamut on top of it and <gasps> then syrup, and oh, it's oh my so good. God, the tons it's amazing. Amazing. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I want it now. So gamut is this? <laughs> is it like? Is it buffalo? I always forget. Is it? I think it's uh, jamus. I think. A I don't mousse? even know. Okay. I don't I know. Have it's no like... idea because because my dad kept saying that they can't really make it here because they don't have like the equivalent. The same animal. Or animal. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Like so it doesn't turn out the same like consistency. Yeah. Or it's whatever. like yeah. uh, it's a cream. It's a creamy substance. Like yeah. a cream. Um, but I, but when it's like in Iraq, when we used to have it in Iraq, it was like the consistency of it was like much thicker, and here it's like more watery. Oh, okay, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. cream cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, like that consistency, at least what I yeah. had. Um, and then yeah, so I've tried gamer and added something else sweet. It was like a is it this? What is it? Is it Dibis? What is that? What? Um, that I don't even know what it is in English, to be honest. Okay. What? What was it? What was it? It was some kind of like maybe honey. It was kind of like honey, but not honey. Was it like a honey water lemon mix? I don't know. Because I know, like, was it like black? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What is that? That's dibis. Definitely. I think they make it out of like uh, out of dates. Like it's that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a yeah. date sugar paste kind of thing, or date paste. Kind yeah, of like a date syrup. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's so oh, good with with heaven. the gamut. Oh. You guys are making me so hungry I now. I know. <laughs> oh, this is 
Quarter. We should check if the uh, the local Arab market has some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't ask about Kahi. Ask about Kahi. Maybe you'll Kahi, find some. Okay. I, yeah. Because like I've like the Iraqis that I've met here have told me they mm -hmm. they haven't found game like oh. the true stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, same thing. Yeah, not the genuine, like not the actual thing. And even this new yeah. place, like they have it, but it has more of like the cream cheesy te texture that you were talking about, and not yeah. the like thicker kind of like real gamer thing yeah so my dad he's yeah. like yeah we're never gonna have like actual gamer unless no. like you go back he's convinced now <laughs> he made peace yeah. with it he did yeah, yeah he did yeah. oh man yeah so and then in um in denver have you found like i mean yeah. not just iraq i guess you said there isn't, you haven't found, like, legit Iraqi stuff. Have you found, like, mm -hmm. um, maybe Lebanese food or any food from the Middle East? Like, yeah. Yeah, plug some restaurants, I, yo. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, Lebanese is definitely the most, the most spread one. Yeah. But yeah. like I said, it's just, like, Lebanese, but it's, like, I'm like, no, this is not how oh, they do shawarma. No. Oh, no, okay, it's yeah. not like that, you know. So even so that, there yeah. is, yeah, even that, it's not really how it's supposed to be. I think yeah. a lot of like Arab food gets mixed for Mediterranean food, and then yeah. it's just like mainly just like oh, Greek heroes and like you, you know, it's right. just I'm like just no, heroes it's, on it's not the same. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. I'm like it's not the same, y'all. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's like you can't yeah. put euros and tzatziki sauce and flatbread on like pita bread and call it a shawarma. It's, it doesn't work. It, call it a it's, it's literally like that. It's so upsetting. I'm like, this it's is like, not where's how the garlic? Where's the garlic paste? Oh, don't do this to yeah. us, Ellie. Why are we talking about food? Why? I'm so hungry now. <laughs> it's what I want. Because it's what I want, uh, yes. Do you all have, a, uh, like, Arab food around you? Lots. Uh, we have a lot, uh, but I, I think mostly Lebanese. Because mm -hmm. the Lebanese are food, Everywhere. food masters, you know. Uh, they're the best. They have the best. They're the best. Like, I mean, Lebanese and Syrian shout food. Out yeah, Ellie it's like the best. Peeps. Shout out. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Um. Thank you to your... Your peeps, Ellie. Come for this food, stay for the gossip. <laughs> <laughs> Probably about me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you guys have to go get shawarma for me after this is done. Like, oh my god. Just, yeah, I'm down. Go do it. I'm down. <laughs> Ellie's like, I'm done. I'm doing it. <laughs> Packed. <laughs> oh gosh, and um, just. And I love like the rose. Uh, this is more my thing. Like the rose-based mm -hmm. desserts so much. Oh, Anything yeah. with rose water, rose water, rose syrup. Like, like Atayev. Ellie doesn't like, like it. Oh, you don't like oh. Atayev, Ellie? What? No. no. Well, Ellie is not. What about Kunafa, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Kunafa oh. is awesome. Kunafa is amazing. <laughs> okay. At least there's that. Ellie does not like Rose. I'm not, I'm like, I'm like, if Rose is fine, but like anywhere I can get like something with Rose, I can also get like a Napoleon or like a really, mm. or like a fruit tart or something else that's Fair. like, 
that's like mm-hmm. that's like okay the roasting is okay but you know i also have literally my favorite desserts right next to it at this same bakery please can we just get the thing <laughs> i love the most yeah yeah Understandable. oh yeah. gosh yeah dangers of letting the let babies bake the authentic stuff will get passed over for the like french inspired stuff by me Sorry to our listeners who are probably all extremely all hungry, hungry now. and pissed <laughs> off at all of us. <laughs> Either pissed off or inspired to go get, go get stuff. Go support your mm-hmm. local Arab whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And Please do. Local Swana owned whatever that has great things to eat. And maybe so bonus points if they were queer. Uh, bonus point if they were queer. Spe- yes. Saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can find that magical restaurant <laughs> owned by queer Swana folks, please let us all know. There is I'll one in out. Houston. <laughs> what? What? Uh, okay, so remember, like when I told you, like years ago, I went on a date with this one older, like Arab woman, and we went, sort of went out for yeah. drink. Don't out anyone though. Okay, this person. Uh, owns a restaurant or okay. supposedly their family like their family owns restaurants and oh okay they never told me what they were mm-hmm. because obviously oh i see okay mm-hmm. so there's that they unfortunately that we don't know what this which like, restaurants yeah. they are <laughs> oh well we'll just have to support them all for the moment yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah one of my favorite places in houston is this syrian owned um chocolatier oh it is yes. just i mean there are no words do we, do no we words. Want, do we want to just plug them um i don't know if they would want to be talked about like on oh, fine. queer arabs i don't i don't know but anyway <laughs> they um they have been in the chocolatiering business for 200 years their their family what yeah. Whoa. In, in Damascus. In Damascus, I think, specifically. And then, you know, they've moved here and, yeah. it's That's just, it. I'm moving. Uh, I'm moving yeah, y'all. do it. <laughs> yeah, but it's seriously, ha, huh, seriously. God damn it. It's, <laughs> I had to. Uh, but yeah, it's amazing. And uh, the... I just like, you know, if a family can do that for that many years, I mean, they have to perfect it and it, they have done so. It is perfect. That is amazing. That is awesome. Yeah. They even have chocolate shawarma where they like. What? Yeah. They like have the chocolate on a thing and they they scrape or they shave it like shawarma. And put it oh on a plate, God. and it's all like it's so good. And Whoa. they drizzle it with like various sauces. Yeah, they like put it on sauces. a crepe, and it, yeah, it's so. Oh good. my God! I know. Uh, you said you wanted to get dessert. I did say that. <laughs> I did. So now you have two things on your list. Yeah, I know this is gonna be a long wait, wait, night. Wait, so, <laughs> so if we got the shawarma dessert. Uh huh. Would that count as the shawarma we're supposed to get? Uh, no, we can get double shawarma. shawarma you can get shawarma. double shawarma. You can yeah. get like the savory think, and the sweet. 
Yeah, just yeah. think like when you're like having the savory, be like, this is like, you know, send good energy my way and I'll just feel as if I oh ate that. <laughs> you'll feel the shawarma happen. I'll feel the shawarma. Traveling <laughs> through space. That was yeah. like, yeah, living in Syria, that was honestly, every day was a treat. I love the Syrian cuisine. It's so good. It's oh so good. Oh my gosh. Did yeah. you live, where in Syria were you? I lived in Damascus. And actually, okay. this is another interesting story because my mom is half Syrian. So we had a lot of family oh, there. Oh, so family there. Yeah, it's cool. really heartbreaking watching like places that you love just kind of, you know. I can't imagine. Yeah, that was like my second one too. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, but it really, Syria, like, it really feels like home. When you're there, it's, there's something about the air, there's something about the people. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and I mean, I was, when I was there, I was, you know, I was just getting to that teenage years of, like, forming friendships and, like, having friends, like, have, starting to be independent, and, yeah, um, yeah. Wow. And those are very, yeah, those are very important years. Um, yeah. Like, they really, that really shape you as a person. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, serious. Serious, just. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's that whole you can never go home sort of thing. Yeah. Mm hmm. Definitely. Aww. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so you've it's had depressing. to Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't I mean I can't imagine you've had to watch this happen with Iraq and Syria. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was it was like a double, honestly. Uh kind of like having to go through it twice. Yeah. You know, and just feeling like you know, especially I don't know, especially with Iraq, I mean I mm -hmm. feel like I lost so many potentials. Like there was yeah. You know, I was really young when I left, and even before that, you know, I kind of, when I started kind of, like, understanding things around me, it was, like, always bad kind of situation, you know? So yeah. it had that kind of, like, gloomy feeling about Baghdad, um, and now that I grew up, I feel just so sad that I didn't get to know Baghdad in, like, better years, you know? Oh, or yeah. Or, or live in it in the years that how my parents talk about it, you know, of like yeah. uh, the good days where it was better. And, you know, it just feels like yeah. such lo a loss of possibilities and yeah. like a loss of heritage almost of like, I could have known, known it better. And I, and I know that it comes with a notion of like romanticizing, probably romanticizing what you couldn't have, but yeah. it still like feels like, I, I lost a piece of, of my history with it. Yeah, and understandable, then with, for sure. I mean... And like, then with Syria, it's yeah. just like still having that history of like realizing that potential and then feeling like you lost it, but in a completely different sense of like, yeah. now I can't even go visit because this is happening, this, you this, know? These places with such rich histories and long histories. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I kind of feel it too and I think Alia does too it's like I will never see the Beirut my family talks about so mm -hmm. sincerely and lovingly because the Beirut they knew was wrecked in the civil war and then built over mm -hmm. oh wow yeah and yeah you yeah. know yeah. were you with yeah. Saudi somewhat mm, Saudi I, that's a different 
it's a different story. But mm. but I mean, yeah, the history of Saudi, like before the House of Saud, that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, but I mean, with with a place like Baghdad, that was the central, like people sought out their education from all over the Middle East mm-hmm. in Baghdad. It used to be the place, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. this. I, it's just yeah. it's heartbreaking, and it doesn't make sense. It really, yeah, it really yeah. doesn't. And it's, yeah, and I think living here as well, like, I don't know, because I remember when I was kind of closer, you know, when I was in Syria, I didn't think a lot about that, you know. When I was in Kuwait, I still didn't think a lot about, you know, I didn't dwell mm-hmm. too much on, on history, and I didn't dwell too much on, like, culture or whatever. But I think, like, living here yeah. changed me and changed that in terms of, like, no, I want to be connected more and I want to, you know, I want to yeah. read more. I want to know more. And I think it's being in this very white, very westernized context kind of makes yeah. you seek, at least, you know, for me, it made me seek that history out. And like, I want to know more. I want to read more about what yeah. my people were up to and like what kind of like stuff that I missed out um, because. Right. Uh, you know, I couldn't live there. Um, so, yeah, I think, like, being diaspora kind yeah. of, like, puts a new twist to it as well. And it feels like a way to honor the people who came before us, like, mm-hmm. to spend time understanding how things were and uh, the world that they lived in. Our ancestors kind of understand a little bit about the world that they lived in. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel I, that I totally get it because it's like it's mm-hmm. a way to connect with our ancestors mm-hmm. and um, our very, very intricate, just incredible identities that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and still very complicated history. Yeah, still fucking. I was just about to say it's so stupidly like, un like it's. It has all of these intricacies where you're like, oh my god, why is it so complicated I know. to be? It feels like the... it's so overwhelming. Yeah, um... and it's not, you know, it's not like you want to, you know, when I talk about, you know, Arab identity or whatever, it's not like I like everything about it. Like, let's be very clear. Oh, for sure. You know? yeah, obviously. Yeah. It, obviously, you know. Yeah. But it also, like, it comes with a lot of garbage, I think, that we just need to throw out. Right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like, you know, but I think there, yeah. there's a lot of it that is also very beautiful and very, like, yeah. humbling and that you don't find in other cultures. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's a rich, um, I mean, the way that um, Middle East, like, people in the Middle East, like, the way that people value poetry, for example, I think is mm. so unique to that region. And like yes. the way people use poetry to um, express mm-hmm. a lot of things, um, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's, poetry. Yeah. 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 You poetry. should have studied high school in Syria. High like poetry yeah. was my favorite thing in Syria. They really Ooh. know how to teach Arabic there. Like it's amazing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I guess we are. Wow, we. It felt so easy are, to talk to you. Like, are we over time? No, we're, we've got time. It's uh, we, okay, we're in good. about about an hour. Yeah, yeah, although about ten minutes are gonna have to be cut. Yeah, I think about yeah. ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, um, cool. Yeah. So, well, where can people or how can people connect with you? Like people listening to this podcast. Yeah, uh, I mean, they can find me on Salam of Denver. Um, Awesome. On Instagram, that's that page is more or less more maintained than the Facebook one. So definitely yeah. Salam of Denver. Um, and also, um, really, if uh, I can also pass out my email, uh, if you. Um, yeah, go okay. for it. If you want to give your email on air, great. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like people can reach out to us and we can give it to them. Yeah, that like... sounds that sounds perfect. Yeah, let's do that. Sounds better. Okay, actually. cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, anyone yeah, cool. who wants to connect over email, just let us know. We'll ask Mace. Mm-hmm. So Sounds perfect. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, anyone who wants to, anyone in Denver listening in, feel free to reach out, please. There's yeah. space for us. Yeah. Denver Go folks, hang out. Go hang out. Yes. We uh, maybe can like make Arab food and have Arab food over conversation. Yes. Yes. We've done that a few <laughs> times with our friends. It's fun, yeah. It is very fun. Yeah. Um, food brings people together. Oh, like, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. You can't, I, I love food. You can't say no to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to everyone, you can find us on thequeerarabs.com and email us at thequeerarabs at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the, that same name. So, and rate and review us on iTunes, please, because... That just, determines just our be nice. page, like our search rankings and all that good shit. Yeah. Please do it. Please do it. Please do it. <laughs> and Mace, you are amazing. Thank you are amazing. Oh. I had to do it again. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> okay, that was amazing. <laughs> that was horrible and amazing at the same time. I am full of dad jokes today. So <laughs> No, but seriously, you are such, you're so awesome. I'm, I'm lucky. Oh, thank you. I feel so lucky to be connected to you. I feel so honored to talk and... to both of you today. You oh. all are all amazing. You're such an inspiration. Just oh, keep doing so what you're you. doing. You're important. And what your work is very important and much needed. As is yours, honestly. Like, I'm just, I'm really impressed that you <laughs> Have, oh, that you <laughs> Maze is making a, a, a finger heart in the camera. And um, yeah, so I just, I think there's a lot of hope for mm-hmm. all of us. Um, we are getting connected oh, yes. finally, and mm-hmm. we're being, able, we're finally able to talk about so much that we've suppressed, yeah, had to suppress for so long. We're just getting started. Yeah. This is only, only going to get the better. Beginning. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you all very much, listeners. Peace. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.